Okay, here we go. Freestyle Friday number nine. Now, before you jump the gun on anything, this is supposed to be like a house party type song like 2004, so sing along when you can. That clock keeps ticking like a metronome, and my thoughts keep telling me to get me home, but my balls keep telling me to let me owe. Oh, just let me owe. That clock keeps ticking like a metronome, and my thoughts keep telling me to get me Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Freestyle Friday. I'm here, rocking solo, riding solo, and I just felt, you know, it's like, let's record, let's get some thoughts out there, I've got some shit on my mind, and I think this is an awesome way to share it. Now, first things first, so episode one dropped yesterday when I'm recording this, and hopefully I get this up today so it's actually on a Friday, but episode one of six pack dropped yesterday and uh the feedback has been unbelievable all my friends were saying you know we really like it uh you're funny you know why are you so good looking even though i can't see you all just in general a lot of positive vibes you sound like a combination of fergie and jesus is one of the comments i heard and i'm pretty stoked those are two great voices uh, no, but in reality, I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed to have all that feedback. And it's honestly, it's something I like doing. I really enjoy putting myself out there a bit. Maybe, you know, you don't know me as well or, or you want to know me better. <clears throat> and I think this medium of podcasting is fascinating to me because, you know, for example, let's look at a movie. So a movie, you are... You, you know, how many layers is that going through before you see, you know, that actor? So he's one pretending and then two, there's editors, there's camera operators, people filter the audio, all those different filters. Podcasting is just one filter. It's the microphone. That's it. Besides that, everything that comes out of my mouth is from my brain. It's, you know, passing through my mouth and going into the microphone and that's going into your ears. Kind of crazy to think about. Uh, what I first want to talk about was the intro songs. Now, I like to be very specific when I pick intro songs. Um, I'm going to choose different intro and outro songs every week. But the reason I chose Lucifer for episode one, one, because it bangs, and two, because that is the end credit scene of the pilot of Entourage. And if you don't know, obviously, Entourage is probably my favorite show of all time. I think just what they do in a half hour, how funny it is, how relevant, and how much they really predicted about America and kind of entertainment in general is fascinating to me. Plus, they're all funny guys. They do a podcast. That was one of the big inspirations for this podcast was that they they uh, have been crushing their podcast and just big fan of those guys overall. And they're funny. Um, but so the intro song for this particular episode, Freestyle Friday, number one, I chose was Let Me O by E Double. Now, if you don't know anything about E Double, E Double is a rapper or was passed away, unfortunately, in February or January 2017. He was a rapper from Maryland. And he really got his foothold in the Call of, du- Call of Duty 
montage community. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Call of Duty. Um, so he would every Friday from, it was, I believe, like October 2000 or November or October 2011 until, you know, just before, you know, pretty much October 2012, he released a new song every Friday, completely new song every Friday. And they called it Freestyle Friday. And that's part of the inspiration for this because I've always thought that's so amazing that you were able to come up with a completely new sound uh, every single week. New sound, new lyrics, new topics, and it's awesome to me. Um, uh, part of the reason I really like E-Double is because his sampling, um, music sampling is really cool to me. I think that's an insane talent that it takes the amount of talent that it takes to hear something and then change it and make it sound completely different uh for example one of the best samples of all time i'd say would be kanye sampling pyt pretty young thing and he did the pyt pretty young thing and he did that for the good life welcome to the good life um, he's a master sampler, but back to E-Double, he had some really unique samples. You know, he would sample Guns N' Roses, he sampled Tom Petty, and he sampled the intro song from Parks and Rec. So just the whole, like, it's incredible to me that you were able to think of songs, beats, lyrics for all that. Um, and that's awesome. I really like E-Double stuff, but he started uploading uncopyrighted music onto YouTube on Fridays, and people in FaZe and all the Call of Duty YouTubers started using his music. Um, I know specifically FaZe, and then I know specifically uh, Vanoss Gaming, who is at like 25 million subs right now. He used it way back in the day. I'm talking 2012, 13. Black Ops 2 type shit. Black Ops 2, fantastic Call of Duty. And I will fight to the grave about that being the best Call of Duty, maybe ever. MW2, yeah, it's good. But Black Ops 2 was just really the last elite Call of Duty. And it sucks. I wish I, I had a lot of fun on Call of Duty still. But, you know, I guess grass is always greener, right? That's another thing I wanted to talk about. I was speaking to my grandmother recently, and I'm going to be seeing her in about a week or two. She's turning 90. Her and my grandfather are turning 90 years old. They were born in 1931. So they've lived through just about every significant historical event over the past 90 years, from World War II up until, you know, 9-11, and then all the you know trump presidency all, all like just everything and obviously i'm not putting the trump presidency up there with all those terrible things i'm just saying in general they live through it um but i was asking her what's what's my generation's problem because i feel like we do have a problem you know we're all young bucks we should be you know trying to better ourselves and honestly i think we should be happier but there's a lot of unhappiness going around and that really stinks because I was unhappy for a long time um, you know like junior high school 
miserable. I had mono, then I had my wisdom teeth out, and I was a mess. I could not, I was just, I was a mess. I couldn't, didn't want to wake up, I just want to watch YouTube in bed all day, and then I'd do that, and I just, it would just, I'd wake, I would be even more miserable than if I hadn't done that. Um, but I think a lot of our unhappiness also stems from, you know, you reap what you sow. So I think part of it is what I would say is we, we're not like, we're not a big family values country anymore. Um, we don't really value, you know, I, I think a lot of the values that we learn, for some people at least, they come from outside influences. But your family should be teaching you all your values. And the Bible is a big thing. You know, you don't have to like any of the, uh, you know, you don't have to be religious to appreciate the Bible. And I wasn't religious for a long time, but I think that, you know, I don't know what to do with Jesus walking on water. I don't know what to do with uh, the burning bush, if you will, all those fantastical stories. But, you know, I do know what to do with about loyalty and friendship and forgiveness and being a good person and caring about people and helping out people who are less fortunate than you. That I know what to do with. And I think we could all use a little bit more of that in our lives. But I don't know. And why I feel anxiety is a big thing. Now, anxiety is interesting because, you know, for a long time, I guess it was just seen as anxiety has been anxiety has existed for I don't know let's say yeah forever <laughs> I don't know why I was contemplating there but I, I guess what I was thinking of is anxiety mainstream you know self-help books and stuff like that for specifically anxiety or uh, chronic nervousness as it was called and what was told to housewives they were chronically nervous um, so they gave him a shit ton of Xanax. Um, but it has existed for the past, I don't know, 100, 100 years pretty much, 150 years, uh, as just not great. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I am trying to say is that people, the mainstream has been conscious of anxiety for the past about 100 years. And a lot of it's because you know, we've had it good. We've had it really good for a really long time in America. You know, look at if you look at other countries, they had no time to feel anxious or nervous or, you know, depressed because they were out, you know, finding food. I the uh, the I'm going to get all fratty, but the Joe Rogan interview with the woman from North Korea uh, talks about how they would have to pick grass and you know trying to try and find food or eat rats or something and that's terrible but you know when you're trying to find food and you're hungry that's you know that's the first level of your needs as of the uh, the maslow's hierarchy of needs that's survival stuff you don't have time to feel anxious or bad about yourself you have to find food so i think that you know and i over the summer i read uh, a couple self-help books about being anxious and being warrior stuff like that i just and it's not i feel a lot better um but i think part of it is just 
you have to want to be better and obviously i had a i had a microeconomics exam today and i was was i nervous yeah i'm nervous i want to you know eventually go on to get my masters in business so if i you know if i f up this and then i go on and i i have to do really well on the next one and the next one then you know what happens with my other classes i'm studying too much for microeconomics because i failed now my other classes start to slip and then this and that and, this, and it's just a whole slippery slope of nonsense and bad vibes and that's really not what it's about i think that oh there's a lot of things you can do to feel better and feel good and everybody should feel good and everybody deserves to feel good nobody should feel bad you get, we have a too good here to feel bad you know and then when i feel bad i <laughs> i pray i sometimes say like god please take this pain away from me please help me you know i speak to god as if he's just you know as if he's like a uh, like not a guidance counselor guidance counselors are lame but as if he's just um a regular old guy I say please take this pain away from me please help me please give me strength and if I really concentrate and I really focus and I just think and I, I on top of that I remember I keep in mind the perspective the perspective of hey I live in the most free best country in the world if I screw something up you know nothing bad's gonna happen because I'll figure it out I trust myself all my chips are on the table. I trust what I do, trust myself, trust my gut. And, you know, after, when you think about that, all my worries go away, as you should yours, because it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day out, you know? And perspective is everything. And I'm really happy that I worked outside this summer. And I think that's a big part of it, is being outside. You gotta be outside sometimes, a lot actually. Um, being outside is awesome. Drinking outside is elite. I think I, I don't really, I like, uh, clubs and part, uh, nah, I like bars and clubs, bars better than clubs. Clubs are all right, but I can't, there's nothing better to me. I can't stand clubs. I actually I'll front. I can't stand them sometimes fun, but 99% of the time I will not have fun. Um, but dive bars are more fun but then just drinking outside crushing miller lights with the boys uh singing Katy perry that's what it's all about to me at least um playing some classic rock some molly crew running beard eye with the fellas that's really what that's what life's all about i don't think it gets much better in life than that um as far as being a young man and yeah, we're very blessed to live in the U.S. of A. I think, I don't know, a lot of people don't like it here, and there's a lot of pain and hard times that go on in the country right now and have been going on for a long time. And my heart goes out to people that feel, you know, that they haven't been blessed and they haven't been, you know, given a fair shot, I hope is the right wording. Um, but I think, you know, it's just an attitude of gratitude makes me much happier in my life. And I feel like it can make you much happier in yours. But happiness is interesting, you know, and I think a lot of people associate happiness with money. And I do. I would like to have a decent financial 
um, success. I'd like to be successful financially, I guess you could say. That would be huge, you know, going to bars and stuff and not, it's just bettering yourself is hard and it's not spending money is really hard but you know what makes me happy like you having a few beers outside yeah that makes me happy but fun takes hard work is an unfortunate lesson that we all have learned or have to learn the hard way or the easy way you know i can't be running up 50 dollar bar tabs if i'm not working a part-time job you know i i landscaped over the summer I didn't, you know, I have fraternity brothers and friends. God bless them. I'm very happy for their success, and they're in a great position in their life because of these experiences. They're selling cars and getting commission, or they're valeting cars, getting tips and commissions. Uh, where I'm landscaping for $12 an hour, which I loved, and I'm trust me, I'd rather be doing that than selling cars. But obviously, the money's not as good. Um, but I love I this past summer. Shout out to Schwar and Co, where I was hired back in back in Massachusetts, um, because that was the best job I've ever had, hands down, without a doubt, the best job I've ever had, and I'm wicked stoked to hopefully do it again. The only thing that would make me not want to get it again would be an internship, and in Tampa, doing something, a paid internship at that, but. I love, you know, I would, you know, go to work, pack a lunch, ask Mr. Shore, my, my boss, who's been, you know, sober for 28 years, ask him about alcohol and substance abuse, and he would also tell me all about the uh, the conspiracy theories about how the government's been hiding aliens from us and all sorts of good stuff like that, and that's that's what it's all about, really. We just have a nice packed lunch, some nice sandwiches with some honey mustard, I think that's what makes me, that, that was very happy. In my, and then, you know, obviously I'm going to bed early and going to uh, waking up early. I still go to bed relatively early. I try to. And then I wake up early. I, uh, I hate alarms. I set alarms as a, a safety blanket, but I usually just let the sun wake me up. I have my blinds completely up. I don't really like drawing them because I like the way the sun wakes me up and the it, it uh i think it's way better for you if the sun wakes you up because you don't have to hear that oh my god it just gives me a headache i can hear it from my neighbor's dorms and it just gives me a splitting headache i can't stand it it just it gives me the the worst possible vibes to start off your day and that's the other thing about being happy it's just about your vibes bro <laughs> oh man that's a pretty silly statement but it really is if you you know i for a long time just felt like oh you know maybe i should put myself out there more be a little more social have more you know not obviously like don't drink too much and stuff like that and not you don't have to be doing hard drugs to fit in because that's really lame but you know maybe i should call these guys more or reach out in the group chat and say yo you know who wants to get mimosas stuff like that and if i you know went in with just bitch vibes and not not like bad you know just nonsense and self-doubt and feeling like i don't fit in then i'm not that then that frequency is gonna just bounce off all these other guys and they're gonna be like huh this guy's kind of a square peg in a round hole 
which is fine because I am a little bit at least. Um, but not, you know, if I go in, I'm confident, happy, drinking with the fellas, then I feel like that's way more better, way better energy to go into any situation with than um, those bad, those negative thoughts and those negative feelings. Um, I'm currently reading a book about positive thinking, and it's called The Power of Positive Thinking for Young People by Norman Vincent Peale. Now, I will, I'm more than happy to mail this to somebody or to loan it to people. I think it's a great book. Um, my, the, it, if, if you are not a very religious person, I know I'm confirmed in the Catholic Church, but um, there are a lot of God references and stuff like, like I was saying earlier, how God, please take my pain away. God, you know, please help me. Give me strength. Fill my thoughts. Fill my mind with courage and good thoughts. A lot of that. So if you're not into that, that's fine. But there's also a lot of good, hearty values in here. There are, you know, lessons about believing in yourself, you know, how to think, how to act, and not getting so worked up. And also relaxing. You have to be able to relax because we all go hard in our life. The America as a country, we work extremely hard, and that's why we're so efficient. If you've ever taken microeconomics, like I just got done with my test, I think I did all right, by the way. But if you have ever taken microeconomics, you can see efficiency in America is so high because we work for longer and more hours with less days off than pretty much everywhere in the world. And a lot of the world is like Google has been shifting towards more time off, especially during the pandemic, where it's been really hard to work from home for some people, but some people have been extremely efficient. But anyway, back to the book, it is just great values. And I think, like I said earlier, man, you don't got to believe in God. You don't got to believe in God to better yourself. You don't even have to believe. I think this is an interesting conversation because I think that there are people out there that don't believe in the Catholic God, at least, or God in general, or anybody up there in the sky, but there is a spiritual world that surrounds us, I believe, and that comes in the form of God or Christianity, or you can say it's something completely different. It's the Buddha, or it's, you know, whatever you believe in, but for me, and that that you have to embrace that because that does exist. There is a spiritual world that surrounds us, but it comes in every for it in what form it comes in is your opinion. And that was what I was talking about with my boss, and he told that to me and I was looking at him like he was he was freaking nuts, but the more I've thought about it, the more sense it makes, which I guess makes me nuts now. And yeah, maybe I am a little nuts, but you know, all I know is that I've been 10 times happier reading this book than I, or, you know, just thinking positive and being positive than I would be otherwise. Um, it's also funny to note that this book was written in 1957. So 
there's a lot of casual sexism and uh I think there's one instance of casual racism which is you know you read that and you're trying to get all these good messages out of the book and then you read that and you're like yeah like I feel like I should take this with a grain of salt <laughs> um that just always cracks me up because there'll be a uh, uh, talking about worrying and there'll be some really solid advice you know don't let your worries get clogged up and then it'll it'll say something like you know every housewife knows that when a hose gets when the hose on the vacuum gets all clogged up and knotted it doesn't vacuum your it doesn't vacuum the floor as well be like your housewife unkink unkink the vacuum unkink your worries <laughs> just some nonsense like that and you read that and you go wow this is really kind of dated isn't it there's a reason why the self-help book genre is so popular and I'd love to write one at one point. I'd like to write a book in general, I think. I've been keeping a journal since I was a senior in high school. Uh, been pretty up to date. I like it a lot. I think it's pretty cool. It's weird, though. I'll read back and, you know, read entries from exactly two years ago when we were playing high school football. And it'll be a Friday in English class after lunch or something. And everybody's on their phone. I'll just write, whip it out and write talk about uh, the plays, how I'm visualizing success, visualizing blocking a pun or this, that, or the other thing, all that good stuff. And um, I think that's freaking awesome. And that was such a, high school football was the best. And I sound like a wash up right now, because I am, but I love, that was the most fun. It was a lot of time and it was a lot of work, but it was so fun just hanging out. Um, part of me wishes I could love, you know, crush some beers more with the fellows in the wigwam, shout out, but in the fan section, but I honestly wouldn't trade any of that for the world, you know, being on that team. And uh, today, even today we were talking about, man, we should have beat Mansfield. Our coaches were BSing us and this, that, and the other thing. We, we talk in our senior group chat, uh, every day. Every single day, we talk in it, and it's unbelievable. And you'd you'd think, wow, those guys are all fucking losers, and maybe we are, but um, all those guys are. I would have drinks with those guys anytime, anywhere, just because I know and we know all the silliness we put up with and did to play and compete and all the stuff that went on behind the scenes, all the little jokes, all the nonsense. Um, it was, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was special. And then there's that, that specialness is going away in our world. It's all starting to become online and filmed. And, you know, it's all that specialness though, you know, even though it's that it's going out of our world, like even this year, the boys didn't go get to go up to Maine for football camp. I don't believe um, so that and that's uh, was extremely special. But things like that are going away, and it's uh, it's a total bummer. But we have to cherish the specialness where it's at. All right, I've been talking for uh, a bit a while now. Um, thank you guys for listening. I want to get better at just holding a conversation with myself, not stuttering, talking about myself, stories, some stuff that happened. And because I think that's an important skill to have. And yeah, 
um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Get after it. Have a couple beverages, of course. And I will see you guys later. Peace.